This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies edtech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Welcome to the Principal Purpose Podcast, where principal and certified life coach Lynn Harden teaches you how to leave work at work and in between get more done with energy using her proven formula after leading three award-winning schools. And now, here's your host, Lynn Harden. Hello, everybody. This is Lynn. And today I'm going to talk about characteristics, skills, or how to be an effective leader. And what's interesting about effective leadership is it's also about how to be an effective anything. Effective life coach, effective parent, effective friend, effective human being. So to be an effective leader, you must first start from the authentic part of who you are. Each of us has an inner being, as you may call it, a spirit, a source, whatever is not instinct or what's going on in the primitive part of our brain. This inner being is our primary tool to being great. So I want to encourage you to be yourself to experience beyond your limitations and to become stronger, more alive. We all achieve better results when we have a sense of expansion. We are expanded. And I'll explain what that means later. It doesn't mean like gaining weight or expanding in the hip area from sitting at your desk too much. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm really talking more about a mindset, expansion of our minds, expansion of our heart, expansion of our being, expansion of our willingness to take massive action. And we become more of who we are when we practice looking at our thoughts, looking at our feelings, which are vibrations. And in combination of thoughts and feelings in this vibration, we will attract outer successes. Authenticity. It's your own style. It's your own personal style. Own your strengths and skills, life experience, intuitive sense. Lead from the center of your authentic being. You are valuable just the way you are in this moment. You're enough just as you are right now to be a really great and successful leader. And I wish I'd known that my first week as a new principal so many years ago. I was enough at that moment if I had been authentic. Instead, I was trying to be this persona or my perception of what a great principal was. 
I was really modeling the principles that I had had in high school and middle school and elementary school. You know, the kind of principles that uh, sit behind the desk and they're large in charge. And uh, if there's a problem, it's off with your head and you never see them. That was not me. That was not who I am as a person. But that's what I thought. And I wish I had known at that moment that I was enough. And I'm here to say right now you are, whether you're starting out in your new school or whether you're in year 20. I'm going to let you in on a well-kept secret. I don't think that you learn this in school or graduate school. At least I didn't when I was getting my credential. And I don't know that mentors will, will tell you. And this is my experience. Everyone else are the experts. The parents are the experts of their children. The teachers are the experts of their teaching and their instruction, their classroom, their classroom management. The special education directors and assistant soups, they are the experts. We do not have to be experts in really any area except being authentic. We don't need to know more than our teachers, our parents, our students, our district personnel. We don't need to know more. Leadership is all about listening to and responding to whoever it is that you are interacting with, rather than advising or trying to fix. Active and deep listening requires practice, not expertise. And this is the number one secret to being a great leader. I remember my first year when I did not, I believed that I had to be everything and no more. And of course I didn't. So I was terrified and acted accordingly. And I wasn't real present. I was always in the future trying to problem solve. And I remember a wonderful father coming in so concerned about his son who I mean, how much trouble can you really get in elementary school? Something had happened on the playground. I don't even remember what it was, but I remember him saying to me, and it changed my leadership. He looked at me, not happily, and said, I don't think you're listening to me. And you know what? He was right. I wasn't. I was just responding and trying to get him out of my office and move on to the next problem. And it woke me up. And I told him, I said, you're right. Let's start again. I'm here. We can listen and respond appropriately when we are being rather than doing. When we are asking questions instead of giving advice. Whoever we're talking to, teacher, parent, student, and especially students, have answers within themselves. And a good leader, a good principal, reminds them of their infinite wisdom, helps them to see things from a different perspective, and come to their own conclusions and solutions. When someone comes up to their own conclusions or solutions and has the answers within them, they take action. They're more apt to do it rather than say, uh-huh, uh-huh, yep, I'll try, I'll try. And then they're not going to because it was your solution, your answer, or my solution, my answer. My job as a principal, as a leader, is to hold stakeholders, my community, teachers, staff, students, in a safe place 
while seeing their higher vision. When someone comes to me with his or her own conclusion, there's a bigger impact and an actual energy shift. Then this person is able to take personal responsibility because the solution was his or hers. This accountability allows them to move closer to his or her goal. Remember, what you focus on or what you focus upon expands. Our thoughts create our reality. When we are coming from a place of doing, I'm making air quotes, the aspect of leadership and building our positive school culture, building our community, that is when fear, perfectionism, dread, doubt surface. Of course, we need to take action to create a positive school environment and be great leaders, but our main focus is to be on our vision of what we want. So I'm a big journaler. I have my clients journal. I think even in staff meetings, I've had uh, teachers do writing and good teachers have their students do writing. So I'm going to give you some homework. Pull out your journal and I want you to answer this question or put it as a title. What makes me who I am? What are your character traits? What are your strengths? What are your skills? What are your talents? This will give great information about who you are authentically. And if you're not quite sure, ask a trusted friend or spouse or partner or family member to help you see how you really are. Some other homework. I want to encourage you to be aware of when you shift between being and doing. Once you see the impact that being has on your community, make corrections in the future to focus more on being with them and being yourself rather than doing, having an intention, having a strategy. I'm not talking about vision, but I'm talking about being one-sided. It's like the other person doesn't even exist. We're going to do it my way or the highway. And then in your daily life, how are you showing up authentically? Is there any way that you're not being true to yourself? And write that down also. And this is not done as some form of judgment or criticism, but what it is, even if you only had one out of the 12 characteristics, what happens is you stay focused on what is working rather than what is not. Because we, remember, what we focus on expands. So if you are focusing on the one characteristic, characteristic trait that showed up, you will attract more of what is working with that person. You hold a focus for that person that can influence even more of what will help them and will build that relationship. We as human beings have a tendency to focus on what is not working. So I think this is a valuable practice. Notice when your authentic character traits show up and you focus on those because that will attract them showing up even more with others. Spend a few minutes acknowledging all the positive matches that happen, even if they, even if there were some not so positive that happened. 
by acknowledging and focusing on only the positive, you will attract more positive. All right, are y'all ready to take this to the next level? Okay, let's do it. After you've written down your character traits, and I'll give you mine. When I did the same exercise that you did, I wrote down intelligent, funny, creative, compassionate, warm, kind, peaceful, judgmental, bossy, controlling, wise, intuitive, frightened, spiritual, and generous. My strengths are intelligent, spiritual, wise, funny, vulnerable, reflective, life experience, and visionary. Now that you've written down your traits, you can put them on a post-it note or you can put them in an Excel sheet. It just depends on, on who you are. But after you have a conversation with someone, especially maybe someone that you're wanting to develop a better relationship, you're wanting to mend some bridges, or someone that you really resent and you want to see it different, after you have a conversation with them or interaction with them, go back to your character traits and put a check mark by the ones that showed up in your interaction with this person. Put the check marks against all the characteristics that showed up during the call or showed up during the talk or showed up during the email. Even if it's only four out of 50, it doesn't matter. We're going to stay focused on what is working so that you attract more of what is working with that person. You hold a focus for that person that can influence even more of what will work. Spend a few moments acknowledging all the positive matches that happened even if there were some not-so-positive things that happened. For me, I sometimes that will show up is being bossy and controlling, but also what will show up will be intelligent, funny, caring, warm. So by acknowledging and focusing on only the positive, we attract more positive. And isn't that really what an effective leader is or an effective human being? Is that we're being authentic. We're being who we are. We're attracting our positive character traits and showing up in our relationships and our conversations. We are being who we are rather than trying to be someone else or do something else. You will find great success, one, knowing first who you are and what your characteristic traits are, and then becoming aware of when they do show up, accepting when they don't show up, and focusing on when they do, focusing on the positive. Because remember, universe, source, God, whatever you would like to call it, is listening and is paying attention and wants to give us everything, wants us to have what we want because we are cherished, we are enough. So it helps to be aware of what you're putting out there, what you're focused on, or what your focus is, because that is what will expand. Good luck in creating your dreams, your goals, your desires, creating effective leaders. If you have enjoyed this podcast, leave a review. And also, if you know someone who would benefit from this episode or this podcast, pass it on to them. Take care, be well, be happy, be healthy. And thanks for listening. 